You know, I've, uh, I lived across the street from a veteran who was shot up and, uh, when I was younger in the war. And then I worked in a nursery where a Japanese guy had fought for the Americans. He was born here. And uh, he was taking stuff out, hauling stuff out to the car, to a car one day. Big guy, tough. And uh, he was Japanese, clearly. And, uh, but somebody said, well, you Japs, and do it. And, um, and you know, he didn't, do, he didn't do anything there. He just, he was really, he was a boss. And in those days, I made more money than, you know, as far as that I could spend. Because I, uh, right from school, I went to the nursery, and I had a girlfriend that had a horse, and at days in, we would ride up and down the L.A. Uh, River. But uh, this guy had fought and died almost. He was shot up bad. And because and he, he said to me one day, he said, I fought those lousy Germans over there for this country. And that blankety-blank tells me. And I thought, over the years, I don't know, Memorial Day, I haven't thought a lot about it. I thought about my son and other sons who, and even when we came here, I thought, well, oh, Lord, this Memorial, you know, Memorial Day. And, uh, yeah, it's a day, but the reality of blood spilled, you know, is bigger than, than we can conceive. <laughs> I mean, almost in our tiny little analyses, we miss so much, but uh, I, I appreciate the, the fact that, that there were, you know, and I, I, these guys were my heroes, because they were babies. They were, you know, 18 years. How old are you? Oh, you're 30, aren't you now? Uh, what are you? What? You're 43? Please don't tell me. Tell me you're 28 or something. I should have retired a long time ago. Anyway, uh, you're, you're veterans of a lot of confusion, and you're veterans. Right now, you're coming into an awareness of the incisiveness of what God is going to do in your life. He's going to get rid of every lousy thing in me and in you. So these are very difficult times. And uh, I, I was, uh, where's, oh, we don't do that here. Would you turn, please? Yeah, turn around. Uh, where, where is uh, your husband? Is he on barn again today? Is he? What? Okay. <laughs> I'm glad my wife doesn't talk like that. <laughs> I can't even see him. <laughs> anyway, the, he said something the other day, and, and uh, we, need, we need to think about it, because he says, I hate my life. And, and he wasn't talking about the new man. He was talking about the inability of and where we are, because it, it can seem like we're just getting no traction and uh, 
you know, you've seen tires spin on ice and you've seen them do it in snow treads. But you are veterans and every day you are marking and doing great things when you offer. You are living proof for the world in time, if you can see it. If you can see otherwise, if you just see, well, we got a good weekend and everybody likes freedom. Everybody likes to be doing, you know, what they're doing. And we don't like the bumps in the road. We don't like those things. But if you avoid them, you just stall and stay. Uh, what was it I wanted to, aren't, are you glad you're not 28 anymore? Uh, in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'd say the same. There's some ages I don't want to go back to. But with us, it's all going forward. You're going to great things that we'll talk about. But let's, uh, let's gather, and if you're, if you're not serious, and you're, you know you're kind of a slug, you know, and you just like yourself and what you want to do, you can't do a lot about it except ask God, okay? You can't do anything about it unless you say, intensify, the, the guts I'm supposed to have to die to my way and live for others, you know. And there are people who kind of do that in, in a way, but when it's done in the name of Christ, you grow. Because you'll have many, many times today in the next, you know, hours that are before you to, to lay down your life. And if there's anything, yeah, you're going to set up or you're going to leave over there. Not you, yeah. Don't stay out late, honey. It'll give you wrinkles. Anyway, the, the, the circumstance for us is we have to ask God for every forward motion. Okay. And if you don't like you, some of it's because God's just showing you what you need. And, and, but you have to appreciate. And you, you do not have a right to put yourself down because the enemy will, he'll, don't worry about it, he'll give you plenty of no goods. He'll put check marks, uh, he'll stop you so dead in your tracks and you will cry for the help of God if you don't ask for it because there's nothing that can stop you if you're connected to the intensity of God, nothing. You can do this thing. You can do it. But it doesn't look like it can. Anybody have that, oh my God, I don't think I can do that. I don't think I want to do it. I've had all those lousy things. Anyway, we could, well, can we sing here or do we have to go out there? Let's go out.
on. I sing that to myself because that's the way it's supposed to be. Just a simple line, but uh, if you go to the fortress, you don't have to be shaken. Everything else is shaking and moving. Thank the Lord for his fortress. I want to sing when peace like a river. I think most of you know that. I did post it on, I did post it on the page a few seconds ago. And now I've lost my phone to that thing, but we'll just sing it. <laughs>
time will come when all of us, uh, myself included, will uh, clearly see that if that we live and die by the Word of God, and I'm not talking about the Bible, I'm talking about what God says through it when he speaks. And this morning, if... Uh, I want to read a scripture, and I want all the, uh, the high school uh, people, junior high, high school, to take this down, write it down, because um, when, when God says you can do something, and he calls you to do it, it's, it's not just a, you know, a speedy highway of circumstances. And, uh, you know, I looked at the face of uh, Lynn today. Are you still here, Lynn? Yeah. Uh, yesterday, and her son can't fly in, uh, so they're driving, and that's a long haul. And she was disappointed, but uh, she's obligated as a son to be thankful in all things. The anticipation was they're going to be here they're flying in, we'll meet them, we'll have a family gathering, and it didn't happen. Okay. And we, all of you, if you're serious, and I'll just say this again, you can't get serious because you should be. Okay? I should be serious until you ask God. And, and, and some of you are going to have to plead, it's like, uh, you know, I don't know uh, who, who had the longest birthing in this place. Anybody remember? What? Nicholas? Yeah, well, get a hold of his number. I'll call him someday and tell him is he travailing. Vernus was longer than that with Lauren. What? Vernus was longer than that with Lauren. All right, we have an expert there. Uh, <laughs> the experts are dangerous because they know stuff. Uh, <laughs> And, and you know a lot, and, and it's wonderful what you know. But what I, and I know a lot, because I've been hearing it for a long time, and I'm old, you know, uh, older, please. Uh, but, but it doesn't help if it isn't working, okay? Uh, you know, you can make money in jeopardy, but you can't go forward in God. Total dependency. You're a trash heap on your own. Uh, last night, I, you know, I, I was going to call you, but I didn't want to bother you uh, about this hating yourself, you know. Uh, because whenever I allow me to rule, instead of knowing God helped me here and, and living in Christ, uh, I'm a disaster, and so are you. And, and God wants us to see that so we will yield more and travail more. All right, uh, here's the deal. Uh, turn to First uh, John 4, 12, and somebody, first one there, read it out loud. And I want, uh, I mean, somebody here will say some things about it. But uh, we're, you're, you're primarily here to to be ready for 
all that God has for you, okay? You're not here in a wonderful, secure place outside of nowhere, <laughs> Delta Junction. You're here because God put you here, and it's more significant than I can even tell you. I know it is, but I don't know how so. Okay, somebody talked to me about how this works in 1 John 4. Okay? We're not going to be here long today. It's a long weekend. You deserve one. You're all hard workers. But you all deserve to have a cattle prod behind you if you think you can do this without total dependence on God. Goes for me too. Okay? Now, I would wonder, I mean, did you have to pray to say, thank you, Lord, uh, for the the disappointment and the stuff. I'm, I'm not going to have you to speak on it, but I know what you can do. I mean, I know what I've been when planes don't fly, when individuals are crazy. All right, somebody talk to us about how this works. Let's give the, some of the high school people first shot. But it says, they're, they're, uh, no man's seen God at any time. If we love one another, God lives in us. Big deal. People look around, they don't see that as a big deal. It is. <laughs> if we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected. That's going on. Even as I was such a barbaric <laughs> jerk for too long yesterday, and then I, but I do know that, that he loves me and he's helping me. What about this? Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he and us, because he's given us of his spirit. We've talked about that. Please, let's get some things out there so we know. First, the junior high, high school. I mean, even, I'll take it from child care, if they got it. Kindergarten. How does that work? Anybody? No. Uh, I'll, hold, hold it. No. No, when you go like this, it, it causes our minds to go blank. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now you're okay because your mind should be doing this. Your, whole, your relationship with the Holy Spirit, if you've had any experience, should surface now and say something. Come on. No. Honey, that's just you, because I've been, you're so smart, I expect immediate answers from you. But we're not all that together. Anybody? Okay. Uh, let's tell them. They don't want to speak, they don't know. If you don't know, you, do, you know. Do you know? How do you know? I can tell you something. All right, say something. Are you just asking what 412 means? Pardon? You're asking what 1 John 412 means. Well, how does it work? It sounds good, but it's just scripture lying there, dying there, like much of the Bible, if it isn't something that's alive in you and it's the Holy Spirit that's bringing it about. So it says, no man hath seen God, so I would take it as like with your eyes, you haven't actually seen right. physical God, but uh, you can know what God is like if you have that love for your brothers, that is God, and love is, God is love, so yeah. when you have that love, then you can know him. Okay, say you don't have it, what's the, does the contrast help you? 
I mean, so you hate, so you hate your brother and you know you should love him. What's going on? Anybody? Come on. It says that any man who hates his brother does not know God. Yeah, but I hated my brother, and I knew God. That's why we have the Spirit to show you, okay? Well, let's, let's look at it in a variety. This is an important question because there are a lot of people who oh, don't know God and, they, and the devil is going to convince you that you, 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 you're on the track, you're off the track, you're staying off, you can't get there and, and you've got to huff and puff and say, I think I can, I think I can, which is, is horse manure, okay? I mean, this is a Christian group here. Yeah. You can't. It's human. Yeah. 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 I don't want to get in. Yeah. Sure. 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 somebody or you know let's say you're nasty and you are a Christian you've been one what's what's that all about that's where you start asking you go you recognize that you can't do it it's totally impossible it's and you just you have to acknowledge that that's where you're at and not yeah. God and say God if you don't know me and you're not finished yeah. you haven't finished yet yeah. it's a it's an indication that the new man is immature. The new man has to keep going to grow in a place. There's some things you will never go back to. You know, I, I, you know, I used to smoke cigars. And a little, uh, uh, they were dipped in something, and you know, I liked them. And, all. and or I, a pipe. I thought of, I loved the smell of a pipe smoke. But my, oh, the taste in my mouth was like the bottom of a, of a birdcage for ravens or something. I mean, just, just terrible, you know. And, and you'd say, you know, I don't care what it smells like, and I don't think I'll go back to it. That doesn't make me a wonderful Christian. But there's some things that you have put under your feet because God has done that, you know, okay? But how do you know? The knowing is very vital. Sometimes it's easier to see others where there's someone comes to a place where they absolutely were not before. You realize it's a work of the Spirit to get them there, or they're a different person they used to be in there. Yeah, and I, you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm not going to mention names. Sometimes it gets people into more trouble. But there's, there are brothers here that you see growth, growth, growth that you didn't see. I mean, you, you're shocked at what God has done in their life. You certainly see it in children, because you know, children come through. And I, uh, you know, I, one of the reasons I do this is because it, 
There are three or four uh, people like this who came into Christ, and your daughter was one, you know. Because she, boy, she was, you know, potential viper before she came into Christ. But when she did, it was, it was a, a, a major earthquake. And so she would never be able to tell me, well, I, I don't know if I'm really in Christ or anything. And, you know, when you go through things, you feel that way. How many people felt like God should dump you? Anybody? Tell it. I mean, the kids need to hear you that we go through this. This devil, his, when he says stuff, and you can get up, and you can't swim through the demonic ash and filth that he pours on you sometimes at 3 o'clock in the morning. Can somebody say, I know what you mean? If you're not sleeping sometimes, he wants to catch you there. Okay, and God allows it to happen to toughen you up so that you come to a place you know absolutely. Okay? Talk to me. Sometimes I'm thinking about this thing about why you hate people. Yeah. <laughs> extreme dislike. Yeah, okay, yeah. And you, I, a lot of times things that I really dislike in other people are, care, are qualities that I have. Sure. That I really, but it's so much clearer when it's in somebody else. <laughs> and I think that this process of learning to love is, is coming to grips with the part of you that it not that it will not make it with him either. Yeah. And realizing God help us all. Right. Yeah. That we well, get rid of jettison the stuff that's holding us back. Yeah, and, and what we we how do we learn mercy? How do we learn grace? By seeing I mean I mean I was ecstatic when we were married and when you know, I was just it's like I've, I've said this before. I broke in to the vault. I had trucks bringing the gold out, and nobody was stopping me. I had legal right to rob when I married her. Okay? Wow. And I tell people that should be it. But it's not always that way with people. people. Different ones are different. And I've also been vile in my, in my distance and the difficulty of the tension that God said, the two shall be one. Oh yeah? Yeah, try it. The humanistic people, you'll meet them and they'll lie to you. They're out there. They hate you. You, you are a threat to their position because you have a root that is grounded in Christ. I don't know. But you tell me. You should be telling me. How do you know? I'll pick on you veterans. Ron, how do you know that the Spirit of God is in you? I mean, give me something recent. How do I know what again? Yeah, come on. I'm, I'm hoping that you're listening, Ron. How do you know that, that you know that, that God is in you? Okay, how? Okay, I'm sitting on a couch with a smart aleck. Uh, he's a good guy, been around, has a family. 
he, he pops off. I'm sitting there, and I want to smash him. I, I'm, I'm a combative guy. I fought anybody that gave me trouble as a kid. Just nasty. I know that surprises some of you, Ken. You just don't know that. But, but the I sit there, and the Spirit of God checks me. Okay? I know that I belong to God because I almost am embarrassed about God quieting me down. I don't, I'm not as thrilled about the quietude as I would be if I'd smashed him. You understand that? I want to do what I want to do. And God says, well, let's see. Are you going to have your way or my way? That's one way. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I had a recent experience where I was talking to somebody about something that was fairly um, heavy on my heart. And we were sitting there having a conversation about it. And right at that exact time, somebody called me um, and had a dream about exactly what I was talking about. That is the confirmation of the Holy Spirit giving you yeah. help. I yeah. mean, that was very reassuring to me in a, in a very real, substantial way. Yeah, yeah. Could I say something? Go ahead. Yeah, get up. Come on up here. You're close to the mic. Well, no, I was going to speak just directly to Ron. When we can all recognize the Spirit of the Lord in you. It is hard to say, how do I know? But we know. Yeah. So I think that's why he gives us each other. Yeah. To be able to confirm what is going on or not going on. Yeah, I was ready. Uh, when we were doing deliverance, I said, I'm not going to do deliverance. And I, 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 I loved, uh, I, I came close to Sister uh, Miller, Janie, and uh, I, I laid hands on her and prophesied over her. I said, I've never seen such intensity and fire. But I was not, we had a deliverance and I was not going to go through the process. And Buddy said, well, while the, move, the water's moving, you ought to jump in. And he was real strong in telling me what to do, not, you know. And I was on the trip, and I said, I'm out of here. I told Lee I'm gone. I'm not going to listen to this nonsense. I mean, for him to tell me we've got to have a deliverance thing. We've had deliverance. We've seen it. And I know that it takes time. And you just don't leap into it. And, uh, and I said, I'm gone. And Lee said, Bill. And I said, I'm out of here. I'm tired of this. You know, ever getting tired of something? And, uh, and, and she said, Bill, sit down. I was in a bus. And she said, Bill, now sit down, sit down. And I said, I'm not sitting down, Lee. I'm out of here. I'm going home. You know, he can take the rest of the trip himself. And she said, just sit down a minute, will you? And I did. And when I cooled off, I saw, okay, let's see. The cross, that is a part of this life, isn't it? You don't have your own way. And sometimes, I mean, that's what friends do. They can't, I can't teach you anything, but you can get something. Uh, 
If you want to spend the afternoon with me, keep playing around over there, sweetie. Anyway, the, the circumstance, the circumstance is we have all kinds of indication that God is in us. And you need to be seeing them and to be able to say so. The confirmation is a real good one. You know, anybody? something, a person or a situation in a way that you've been asking for help on, and you finally, you know, just, you wake up one day and you see someone different, or you see a situation different, and you know that you weren't going to get yourself there. Um, some of those reconciliations, to me, are the most powerful evidence of the Spirit being at work, um, because get left to ourselves, we would not change, we would think the same, we'd have the same inclinations, but <clears throat> when the Lord actually changes your heart in something, and you feel differently about something, and you get his, he opens your eyes to see a situation differently, I'm very thankful for those times. They're critical, and they're only possible by the help of the Holy Spirit. I think most of the time, for me, those are the most demonstrative times of change where I'm aware that there's the Spirit of God is giving me help that I'm thankful for. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's, you would say, answered prayer. Yeah. Sometimes it does happen quickly. Sometimes you have to wait for it. Is that right? Yes. A little louder. Yeah. Yeah. God hears all the prayers, and he answers some of them with an immediacy. Uh -huh. But you're tested. He, he, he will wait you out because you have to be, he cares that you make it through. Because what you end up as, what I end up as, is absolute proof because of what's behind me. When God is in my sails and he tells me to do something, and I do it, and there's fruit in it, wow. There's no greater adventure. But that, you know, religious ladder doesn't help us. We could get up here with religious ladder and run. <laughs> He's not in that. So answered prayer is a big one. And if you're not praying, yeah, go ahead. Pardon? Oh, yeah. Yes, please. I'm sorry you're so frightened. We have a mic. Give her a mic. Thanks. 
see the state of your heart. Is the real, is the real finding of Christ in it? For nothing else but Christ can reveal and make manifest the sin and evil in you. And he that discovers is the same Christ that takes away the sin. So that as soon as complaining guilt sets itself before you and will be seen, you may be assured that Christ is in you of a truth. For Christ must first come as a discoverer and a reprover of sin. Yeah. It is the infallible proof right. of his holy presence within you. Right. And, and, and that's, a, that's an important line. And circle that. Uh, the kids can circle it and come back. Conviction. Now you, 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 uh, you take something that's not yours. Or you lust after something. Or you're jealous of a brother. And God said you shouldn't do that. Or you're competing with a brother. You know, the natural man is extraordinarily competitive. You say something, I'm better. And, and, and when somebody challenges your thought, and, and so this is a freebie. Don't argue about spiritual things. Shut up. Your silence will do more than anything else. It is a waste of time. And I, oh boy, if I've really gotten my head in a knot hole with that one. I'm going to help you. Can I help you? No, you can't. If somebody wants to argue, just keep quiet. Okay. So, but that's vital. Conviction of sin. That's why the Holy Spirit's in you. And, 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 but God said he's not holding any sin against you ever. And, and we really have to, uh, have to get a hold of that. Or we will, the enemy will catch you. You have a bad day when you say to heck with this and you go all out your way. The devil will meet you real soon. He's on your side. He suggested he even plants the idea in your head. And then he accuses you, takes you to court, and wants to destroy you. Because you are dangerous. You do not see how dangerous you are. And you're a threat when you, when you calm somebody down. You know, you're a threat. When you fathers and mothers go through here and you call your children on something and it's clear that you're in charge and they aren't, you are a threat to, to I mean, what the enemy wants to do with your children is to make them neurotics. And nobody, nobody uh, <laughs> will ever you know, credit you with anything. Your children are going to have problems. There's no question. But if you're drawing lines and living it, your children will see those lines. They will come around. I mean, my wife's uh, uh, father, I, I adored him. He was Christ, and talk about a threat. And he was so gentle with me. The rest of the family wanted, I think they would, would, would have opted for a firing squad to get that guy out of, uh, Agnes Elizabeth's life. She was a wonderful little girl in the valley and a Christian and, and you know all this. And here came I. Yeah, I came along. And they wanted me dead, you know. 
No, really, they did. They hated it. They hated it. Oh my gosh, we've got a saver. And, uh, anyway. So conviction, don't, I mean, put that in your notes. Yes, go ahead. On this thing about conviction, when we were in the shop in Ireland, with just the people that were, when we, first, when we lived in the shop and were on the island, would you raise your hands that are still here? Shop. Shop in Ireland, okay. Wow. Not too many of us. Um, we had the word, be angry, from Ephesians 4. That's like a, a command. And sin not. And right after that, there's a colon, which means what's following is connected to this. You know how you know sin? Don't let the sun go down on your anger. So in other words, if you're angry, as long as you take care of it that day, it won't be held to you as a sin. Well, the thing that was so significant about it was we, I actually witnessed people coming and knocking on doors at 11 o'clock at night to apologize. Now that was a witness of taking the word and doing, and do you know that there was a, that I remember there was such a feeling of clean throughout, because everybody at that time during that word was taking it seriously, and it really did something in our midst. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, uh, yes, go ahead. All right, not good at shouting. Be really quick but I just couldn't help thinking when I sitting there how I tend to <clears throat> really overcomplicate um, hearing from God being close to God um, Christ in me uh, Christ in you and um, I just I feel so strongly that that thing that brother Bill's brought up so many times the last few weeks and that he had me bring a word on a, a week or so back that Abraham believed yeah. And it was counted to him for righteousness. And it's so important that we believe yeah. that Christ is in me and Christ mm -hmm. is in you. Yes. Yes. And in fact, it is not in human nature to care at all about anyone outside of me no. and mine. That's right. And right. every single day that um, I look at Luke, I look at Renee, and I care for them and I lift them up to the Lord, I'm hearing from God. The Holy Spirit is in me. Um, Last Wednesday, I was sitting in Toke in a car with Hannah Wilkerson waiting for someone that we were trying to get into labor, and we were unsuccessful. But we sat in that car for about 16 hours, and we were wow. just chatting and eating. And I like just all of a sudden felt something's up. Something's up at the birth center. So I log in on my phone, and I'm scrolling through, and I can see someone's in labor. And just as I am scrolling through, I watch like on the chart the head is born and no baby. And I said, Hannah, they're having a shoulder dystocia. There's a baby that's not okay. And we started praying. I called Dana in Hawaii. I said, there's a, there's a major crisis at the birth center. Anyway, they almost lost a baby for, it's been, I don't know how many years. I've never seen one that badly. Anyway, um, that's, that's Christ in me, Christ in you. That is the Holy Spirit. And right. that's a little bit of a dramatic 
situation or whatever. But like we all have those experiences where we're walking down the road and God puts someone's face in front of us. And um, I just don't want to continue in myself to like underestimate um, what God's doing right here, right. right here today with us. And just believing that God is here. And when I offer my heart to him, he's right here. He's going to guide my words, my steps, my thoughts. Um, it's just so important that we don't stop believing God right in the middle of doing it. You know, um, Abraham believed God and that what's counted to him for righteousness. Yeah, you, you don't stay here because you'll see how close you are to where we are. And we won't have time to really get into it. Uh, I'm I really pleased for the, for the adults who've had this experience. You need to speak up because the more voices that can make these declarations, the, the, the stronger we're going to be. Because if we're just out here to fill our heads with knowledge, we're useless. Uh, and and until, until we really know we're carrying and God's backing us, we're not going to stop much of anything. And uh, anyway, the reason I ask, want you to sit here, because this is all about Abraham. You are the seed of Abraham. And because of our time, I'm, I'm going to go through this very quickly. I'll give you scripture. And those of you who are serious need to take some of it yourself. Because the whole issue is God made a promise. Okay? And, and he swore twice. And, and, and you and I have a, an invitation to leave the Holy of Holies. It's where you are. That's where we are now. It's not clean. I'm not the holy of holy, the holy place. It's not clean. It's where we are. We're getting clean. And until you are broken and contrite, and the veil that, that was between, and that was a 300-pound curtain that was between the, the holy place and the most holy place. And when Christ rose from the dead, that curtain fell. It actually was ripped into God did it. I don't know what they did, but it was 300 pounds. And nobody went up there and ripped it. But that was the history that came. And what that means is, when you and I, when you and I are invited to go to the Holy of Holies, It'll be resurrection because you will be totally broken and contrite and God will see that you have divested yourself of any of yourself. You will have proven that you and God are one. Okay? And, I, and please, I'm, I'm, I'm botching this because I, I thought we would get through the first thing in about 15 minutes and it took, I, I, I don't want to have to give you Novocaine to pull a tooth. But if, if by now there aren't 20 people in here who know absolutely that I have God in me yeah. by the experience of conviction, the, ex the experience of uh, 
uh, you know, like manner of circumstance and uh, just the, the brokenness that comes over you with, uh, when God speaks. I'm going to read this from uh, Genesis 12, uh, 1, 2, and 3. I'll give you that I won't read it all. Genesis 12, now the, the Lord God said unto Abraham, get thee out of the country, you know, go. And then he's verse 2, I'll make you a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And then he says this, verse 3, I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Now this is God saying that. Okay? And then he said this. <laughs> well, <laughs> all the families of the earth. You're that family. And you're blessed because God said he would bless you. What is he blessing you for? <laughs> because you trust him. All, Adam, all Abraham did was trust him. Abraham departed, and the Lord had spoken unto him, and, and Lot went with him, and Abram was uh, 70 and five years old when he departed for Haran. Now, let's go, to, let's go to, to Genesis 15, because we're talking about Christ in you, the hope of glory. We're talking about God giving you, giving himself to you because you trust him. When you were born again, you know, it, okay, I know I need God. And you, it was a mystery. You didn't choose him, he chose you. Now hear this. Uh, to me, this is so funny. And after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Now, just that line. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. That's yours. God shields you, and you're going to have God finally as your reward. You will see him. You will know him if you continue on to know him. You will know, what does the Bible say? You will know if you what? Say it with me. Follow on. Follow on how? That you stay under. If you want to do your life, you're a mess. You're, you're, you're just not going anywhere. You're a waste on the earth if you want to do your thing. And, and folks, you're looking at a guy who wasted a, a lot of time. But here's what I like about this. And this is what I want to read to you. It, it is wonderful. And uh, because, you know, Abraham's like you and me. Well, I don't have a kid. What's going on? He starts uh, mentioning that. And uh, behold, to me thou hast given me no seed, and lo, one born in my house is my heir. <laughs> and, 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 then, and behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thy heir, but he that shall come forth out of thy own bowels shall be thy heir. And, and this is the fun part, I think. He, he takes Abraham outside, and he says, hey, take a look. Take a look. And, and, and I don't know what, what happened, but he said, if you can, count the stars, if you can. Now, this is God. Occasionally, when you push God around, he'll push back a little. He's a very good, he's a nurturer. This was an old guy that he was talking to. 
And Abraham believed him. If you do not believe God today, you're, you're not going to go anywhere. And, and my believing him today means that maybe when he asks me to do something, I can believe him tomorrow. And I know you guys were injured. I know that Fabian, you wanted to see your son. I wanted to see him. We don't like God interrupting our program, do we? I may say, interrupt my program today, Lord. I've been such a hard nose, even at my age. I think I told you. If Alaska Airlines cancels my next trip, I'm not going. You know. Oh, really, Bill? You're in charge now. I mean, you know the nature, and God wants you to see uh, Mr. Mountain Climber. He wants you to hate that which is not him. And we all do. I wrestled, wrestled around last night, and I, I know this is a vital word to us. How do you know that the Spirit of God is in you? Because he shows you. And, and, the, and the problem, if this were math, or we could give you a, a, a recipe, there's no recipe for it. You have to ache for it. You have to want it. He started with you, but he is not going to to carry you all the way. You have to grow up and offer you, then you become dangerous. You become dangerous. And, and God wants to stop. The, the God of this world wants to stop that, that kind of thing in you, that you think, oh, I can't. And, and, and our, our, what you, yeah, you didn't take your place. She came up here to tell you something good. But did you have any idea that we're going to talk about Abraham today? It's all about him. You're the seed of Abraham, if you believe. All he did was believe it. First thing God tells him, he says, okay, give me, give me. Don't you want stuff? I do. He was obedient. What? He was also obedient. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, he did wait for a few years before the baby came. Yeah, yeah, well, how long have you waited? Huh? Yeah. Well, you think you'll be producing? If the enemy can convince you that you won't, you're, you're in traction, you'll have to do it on the other side. I used to, I told John Cheever, uh, I think, because he said, well, I'm not ready. If God comes, I won't be ready. And I said, you don't know, you don't own yourself. And he said, well, I know. I can know. And I think, I think he's more right. I think you know if you're in communion with God. Uh, are you in communion with God? Anybody here know you're in communion with God? That he's blessing you? They, uh, that I, I didn't see your hand. He saved your life the other day. He's caring for you. He knows you're, you're not worth anything. He knows we're not worth anything. When will we be worthy? And why will we be? Trusting in him. It's his work. You'll never be able to say, I did it. You will say, I trusted him. And he proved that to me. Uh, anyway. Can you bear 10, 15 more minutes? Can you? I mean, if you can't, we'll kill it. I don't care. Well, sometimes you don't, so. 
Why should I? I can't change you. Okay, we'll do it. Nobody said anything. Uh, turn to Hebrews 6, and I want to talk about, uh, I'm going to really get to cut this short, because if I said 15 minutes, that would be, that's fast. He Hebrews 6, okay? And I ask, why don't you come up here, um, did I ask you to do something, uh, Rachel, I, to, to look up immutability, did you do that? It's okay to say you no. Okay. Okay. It's, it's a vital thing. It's in the Bible twice. Somebody tell me where. Well, Hebrews 6. What does it mean? What happened? You need to know that because how many people have had the fight that's vacillating, unsure? Back and forth, back and forth. Get your hands up. Is that true? Okay. What's the solution? Well, if if God has sworn, and Paul said it's immutable, what does immutable mean? Anybody? It never will be changed. And see, there are people who say, well, God bought me, he prompted me. I knew him, I walked with him, but then I, and I chased this woman, I got drunk, and I, oh, I mean, uh, I'm not worth anything, and I'm in prison now, and, and I, I'm going to hell. He missed the whole program. God does not lie. Listen to it. Uh, Hebrews 6, we'll start at verse 11. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. Uh, why are we saved by hope? Anybody? What? Yeah? Okay. Let's have more. Anybody? If you lose hope, you, mercy is not available. And so God has to take you to a place you don't want to go. You follow? Because his interest is that you learn. I mean, a father seeing his son, he's told his little boy, maybe he's three, four, I don't know. And, and the little boy is going to do something to break something on the coffee table. Or, and, and the mother said, no, 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 no. And the father said, no, no, let it go. Let him break it. Let him slip. Let him fall. When a little boy is walking and he falls, how many have looked... How many mothers have looked at your little son or daughter and you've seen them slip and fall and said, oh no, save them. God is a nurturing father. He doesn't mind you skinning your knees. He doesn't mind you breaking your, your ankle. He doesn't mind anything, any affliction because you're saved by suffering. And if you want out of that, you just don't want to be a Christian. Okay? You will suffer. And you're, and you're saved by hope. Because you can't hope that his seen isn't hope. I don't, I'm, I'm living on a promise that he's going to resurrect this broken down, crippled up, lousy old body of mine. Okay? I'm looking for a new one. You know, if Ben 
If Ben, yeah, you, you need to, too. Uh, if, if Ben uh, Salvaggio here says, who's looking for a new one? This is pretty good. <laughs> it's a different thing. All right. That you be not slothful, but followers them who through faith and patience, whenever you see patience, he's talking about staying under. He's not talking about, okay, I'll wait in this line or the traffic will break. For when God made a promise to Abraham because he can swear by no greater. Now this is God himself. And I've laughed at that. He swore by himself saying, Surely blessing, I will bless thee, and in multiplying, I will multiply thee. Now that's exactly what he said back there. Uh, Paul is quoting what Abraham said. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath of confirmation is to them the end of all strife. Now here it is. Please, 17 and 18, don't let this out of your sight until you understand it. Rachel? That goes for you too. You should have been preaching here this morning. Okay. Here it is. Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs the promise of the immutability. The promise of mutability is this, folks. That's not going to lie to you. You lie to him. But he'll never lie to you. And because you belong to him, and because he brought you out of darkness into light, it's immutable. It never will be changed. You can't change it. I don't belong to God. I, I, I need to suffer. Well, yeah, yeah, you should have. But he, he wants to, he allows you to go there. Because if I'm whining and I don't trust him and go on, I will still stand before the judgment seat. And what I carry will be that I stopped. That I stopped growing. And I'll, but any way it goes, no matter what you do, you'll still be saved by fire. The reward won't be there. You'll see brothers and sisters who just kept going and trusted God. And I, I remember your dad and I were sitting together and we were talking about resurrection life. And I don't know if he said it or I said it. I said, I don't think there's anything worse than to be sitting in a congregation and the quickening power of the Holy Spirit came. And there were people around us who were resurrected and we weren't. But, you still have the everlasting promise of a glorified body because the immutable promises of God are there. And you really, you, you know, if, if, you, if you don't want this and you, and you, he will not change his promise to you. He's your father. He'll never change it. And, and you're foolish, and I'm foolish, if I just say, oh, good. Let's relax and forget it. Because he's taking you to difficulties and places you've never been. It was a, it was a cross the other day for us to haul Dick in.
you know. And for Dick, he's got to take medicine now. Uh, I'm not going to ask you if you're thankful. You know, I've got two or three things I must take in order to live. Yeah. You know, the body breaks down. But I have an immutable promise. Because God gets up. Okay, since nobody else can swear for me, I'll swear. I will never leave you, never forsake you. My promises will endure forever. That's an immutable promise that can't be broken. And that ought to give you more fire and more desire to go to God. But still, it is contention on us asking him for the intensity. I hate the flip-flop, lie-down, spineless nature that I can have. How do you feel about it? It's awful. But there's some days, I mean, I've actually said, I get a phone call from somebody, I, I don't want to hear anything, you know, like my life's my own. This will be a struggle all the way home. Paul said it himself, I can't do this. The sin that is within me, but who can? Please understand this. If you are connected to God, anything that you go forward in will issue growth for you. Anything. If you'll trust Christ in you, the hope of glory. And we're, we're called to live as Christ. There's no other way to live. And that would mean we would be more caring and more open and honest. God help us. Uh, have a nice time together. I, hey, I did it in almost 13 minutes. Thank you. Thanks, God. This is a rush through. But we need some time on this. You're the seed of Abraham. Promise seed. You will not fail. You cannot fail. Even if you fail, he will be there to show you that his word is true. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you that you care for every living soul. And what you purchase, you keep. Nothing will ever separate these dear ones from your love. Things to come, their own fear, their retreat, even denying, though it bring them into a difficult place, we always triumph in you. And we thank you for the immutability of your word. You swear, <laughs> and you made it all. You make a promise. And Father, let there be even signs in the Spirit that we are the promised seed. As you, as you exit here, we're, we're closing. Here's what immutable means. Unchangeable, fixed, set, rigid, inflexible, unyielding, unbending, permanent, entrenched, established, well-established, unshakable, irremovable, indelible, eradicable, unchanging, unchanged, changeless, unvarying. It goes on. God help you. That's what you have. That's the brand that God puts on you. And anybody messes with you when you're connected to God and your heart is there to go on. They're fooling with God's property and he doesn't mess around. There's no father in this place that wouldn't destroy somebody trying to hurt his little one, his son, or his daughter. Do I get an amen there?
and you think your God is less than your miserable intensity, he is not. Have a good weekend. Bless you.